always awesome to be in studio for another episode of the Keep It or Change Cars podcast. My name is Michael Pashut. A familiar face in studio with me today. Feels like uh, yesterday that you were here. <laughs> and we said you're going to come back and back you are indeed. Obi, are you well? I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me. So just for the audience again, for anybody tuning in for the first time, who is Obi Makaditwa? So Obi... You've only got 20 minutes to... Uh, so you can't do the full resume. <laughs> I was going to take about 10 minutes. <laughs> anyway, I'm Obi Mukoditwa. I come from uh, Eagle Ford. I'm the used car salesperson there. Um, do their sales, run their used car floor, advertising, all that stuff. So, yeah, I love the game and I'm all cars. But you do love the game. You are knowledgeable. Just as a matter of interest, Obi, with Eagle Ford, there's not too many people that will not know the brand that is Eagle Ford. Magnificent dealership in Bramley on the corner of Louis Buerta. It's like a bit of an institution. Yeah. How long has the dealership been there? Well, the dealership has been there for 40 years. Is that all? We'll, need a, reference. we'll need a reference from their previous <laughs> landlord. <laughs> yeah, so 40 years and I've been with them for about 19 years now. 19 um, years. And yeah, and we're the good car guys. That is amazing. Well done to you. Well done to Eagle Ford. Lovely question today from yep. Tendani. Eric Tendani from Palaboa. He's got the proverbial, do I keep it or change cars? And one of the things that we can share with our audience, do we ever discuss beforehand any of the questions? Never. This We discuss it now. It's the first time it I hear our, it. It is our absolute word to you that this is a genuine, he has an opinion, I have an opinion, I'm normally right. Okay, sorry, other guests. He's normally right, I'm normally wrong. But today we've got an unbelievable question. Eric Tendani from Palaboa, 2015 Opel Corsa, 114,000 kilos. Eric bought it in 2016. Essentially, he's had it his whole life. Cars giving him zero problems, but here's a challenge. He's worried about the price of servicing an Opel. He's worried about the older car. Is it going to give him trouble? Does he keep it? What is your opinion? So... 2015 being an, an oldish car and he's already, you know, um, worried about parts. They, they don't get cheaper. They get more expensive. Correct. So he's not wrong for thinking or feeling that way. Uh, my advice to him is that change it and get something newer that you're not going to spend money on. But like I say, going forward, he's going to spend money. Of course. So I had a few thoughts of as to what he can, you know, you know uh, buy. He sounds like a guy who keeps his cars quite long and he wants something reliable, something that's that's gonna, you know, last him and that's gonna be inexpensive to 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 maintain. So I thought 2021 Urban Cruiser, Toyota Corolla. Unbelievable car. You know, it's it's you know, he's looking at the 320 mark. I'm yeah. thinking even for 300, he can pick up one good one. Is the Urban Cruiser and the Vitara not the kind of car that yeah. says you had me at hello? That's it. Like Urban Cruiser, okay, next question is yeah. <laughs> stunning car, and it's stunning. not a lot of money. It's not, yeah, it, and it's, 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 it's very relatively inexpensive to run. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get a newer car, you're not going to spend on parts, it probably has a, a service Correct. plan, a warranty that's, that's going to keep you intact for another three years. So trade it in. I mean, for your car, you'll probably get in a region of about between 90 and 100. Again, Put that as a deposit. always on the same page, yeah. 100,000 is a number. 300,000 is your other number, 200,000 Rand. Now, going to cost you four and a half to trade, 4,800 Rand yep. maximum. Yeah. That Opal will cost you 20 to 25,000 Rand That's a it. year to maintain. You're putting money into an old car, modern cars, immeasurably safer. Plus, the Urban Cruiser is that little SUV. That's an it. Opel Corsa was designed for the 2015 South African roads. Yeah. Today, 2023 South African roads, what's Not a better same. car? Not the same. It's def definitely an Urban Cruiser. So, so 
always want to offer a different perspective. In this particular case, fully agree with you. Now he says, wait a second, great advice, guys, but I've spoken to wife, spoken to family, I do want to keep it. Also, not the wrong choice. If he does keep it, there's one or two things that I'd advise him to do. What would you advise him to do in terms of fi financing the servicing? Correct. So he'd either, you know, call one of the aftermarket um, um, companies like Innovations and et cetera to finance a service plan or warranty for that matter. Should anything go wrong, you don't have to physically take it out of Correct. your pocket and uh, finance for another two years. That way, you know, you safeguarded in having um, surprises of parts or anything that could go wrong with the vehicle. So yeah, f finance, uh, I mean, call your, your, your aftermarket warranty places and, and servicing and, and, and get a service plan and warranty from them. One of the things I'm always intrigued by is what I genuinely learn. So a day like today reiterates the need for an aftermarket warranty. If you've got a concern, even if it's only the price of the spares, rather don't have the unknown. If you say to me, Michael, it's going to cost you 2,000 rand a month for your service plan and warranty, that's cool. I know it's 2,000 rand, yeah. but it's not sometimes 1,000, sometimes 4,000. I take that car in for a service. Hi, Eric, it's so-and-so here from the Opal dealership. Just to let you know, the following is gone. That's angst. Warranties, in your opinion, are there good aftermarket warranties? You spoke about a company, Innovation. Know them well. Absolute shout out to them. I think they're brilliant. Yeah. Equally, without mentioning names, but as an example, now I'm joking, are there warranty companies out there that you wouldn't touch? Oh, the thing is, I deal with the best. On a, and, and, and this whole aftermarket warranty thing is something that's popped up now because... Because uh, there was an opportunity. There was an opportunity. Because there's so, Eric Tendani who's concerned about his eight-year-old car. Correct. So, so recently, we only deal with the best. So I, I don't know who... They all come to the party, the people that we use. So I don't know off, offhand which one I would not you know, recommend. But you will know with every warranty, or warranty place that you take, always read the fine print. Mm -hmm. Always read what is it going to take or what are they going to pay towards whatever object is wrong or whatever part they're going to replace. So there's normally categories as to what they'll pay. So there's A, B, or C. Correct. So if you're going for the cheapest one, they will only pay a certain amount towards the alternator, for example. But it makes sense, but it was pre-disclosed. Correct. Let's look at it in another perspective that people relate to, medical aids. Think about it, I say it respectfully, you have a medical aid because you don't want to end up at the government hospital. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Now, what medical aid have you got? Do I have an entry level that only covers me for X? Do I have a mid-range or do I have a top of the range? In terms of warranties, this customer, I've got the eight-year-old car. Kilos are low for an eight-year-old car, 114,000. What is the best category to the best of your knowledge that I can get there? I want peace of mind. I don't care what it costs me. Can I get that peace of mind from a warranty? You can. Always go for the most expensive one, which will cover more. For, for example, I, I spoke about category A, B, and C. Let's say A will contribute 3,000 Rand towards the alternator. B will contribute 5,000 Rand towards the alternator. And cover D, which is the exclusive one, will pay for the whole alternator. But because D is more expensive, you've got complete People, coverage yeah. and peace of mind on that one. Go for the one because you'll never know what will happen. Can you see the smirk on my face? I, I see it. Can you know why? Why? Because when I was at Hyde Park High School in 1990, I used to get Ds. 
I even got E's. And nobody told me that was the best category. Our mates were talking about C, B, and A. So now you're the opposite. I'm the opposite. Yeah. Absolute love it. Yeah. So bottom, bottom line is read the fine print. Yeah. Again, we always talk about the salesperson, the dealer. As a dealership, is it fair to say it's incumbent upon you to say, Mr. Customer, this is the best fit for you? If you cannot afford it, that's fine. But just please be aware. You wanted a warranty. This was your dream. You're settling somewhere in the middle. And when you do take it in, there is going to be certain challenges. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. And I just want to say that there's this bad stigma about warranties that people do not need it. Like you said, it's like a medical aid for your car. You'll never know when things will go wrong. It's a must. It's a must. It's a must. No question. Take your warranty. You won't be sorry. Once SA's leading insurance, visit changecars.co.za and click on the discovery logo. Our next question is from Michaela. She's 26 years old. She's from Port Elizabeth and she's a school teacher. She wants to share with us that she absolutely loves the show. Michaela, God bless you and God bless the education sector. We love you and the education sector. I think she's got possibly the easiest question we'll get this year. 2017 Toyota RAV4 with 59,000 kilos. It was her first car she bought it new. Her only reason for wanting to consider to sell it is she said, She's getting a little bit bored of it. Six years, there's some stuff that's more fancy. She sees all the teachers driving this new stuff with all the tech. Your opinion, what does she do? I just want to say. Besides keep watching the show. Yeah, keep watching the show. <laughs> and I, I just want to say, even if it had double the mileage that it's got, I will still say keep it. It's a phenomenal vehicle. It's nothing goes wrong with that vehicle. It resale value is good on it. Keep it. There is no other way keep it. The mileage is low. You'll still get your bang for buck even in two years time um, if you want to trade it in. So keep it. I mean, in these tough economic times, keep it. And I don't know if she's paying anything on it. No, fully paid up. Keep it. So I indicated at the top of the question that this will be the easiest question. If this was any other car, even with 56,000 Ks, 95% certain I'd say keep it. But because it's a Toyota, a 2017 RAV4, if you park next to it, that car still looks new, looks modern. She indicated it's immaculate condition, roughly, in your opinion. What is that car worth? Ooh, these vehicles don't age 100%. Um, it will be with full book. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't know what book so is. The book value I checked is 256,000 Rand, which in my opinion for that car is actually quite low. It's quite low, yeah. However, look how well that car's held its value. Because you can go buy a brand new SUV today for 320, 330, the entry level, yeah. urban cruisers, that. I would say that car's worth guaranteed the 256 and possibly a little bit more. Yeah, I'm thinking 260 if you're saying that. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's above book all day long. But now Michaela's thinking to herself, she's loving hearing us talk so positively about her, but she said, guys, I've got an itch. I want to change it. If she's forced to change it or if she doesn't take our good advice to keep it. And Michaela, if you do sell it, please just call either Eagle Ford or change cars. I assure you, we want it, as does the rest of South Africa. Yeah. Look, if she looks looking for something more, more, more tech savvy, more, you know, modern in terms of technology, I'll look for the Haval, the, the Jollyon. I think it's a lovely vehicle. It's it's fully specced. It's got everything that she will need. Um, warranties, service plan. It's she, she will have that. Um, that's that's what comes at the top of my head. Every time I see the uh, Jolion 
or the Tigo 4 Pro, which is essentially a similar yeah. competitor. I'm blown away by the tactile quality, the look, the feel, the tech. But do you think that Jolion is a nice-looking car? I think it is. It gives it that whole Volvo look at the back. I think, it, for me, it grabbed me from the first time I saw it. Um, the front, uh, they could have done a little bit better, but the back, for me, does it because it looks premium. For sure. Um, so I'm going to go in your stable. What is in your stable? that you haven't thought of, that is absolutely the perfect fit. Her car's worth, let's say, 280. On record, you have 280,000 Rand from me because it's more than anybody else will offer. What do I go for in your stable? That's similar size car. What am I thinking so, of? So I would say Mazda CX-5. Mazda CX-3, funny enough. Or, C or CX-3. I think that CX-3 in white with those black hair fender Oof. trims, it is just the most magnificent looking car. And when you tilt the sunroof, it just makes 100%. it. 100%. Two-liter active auto. Yeah. Remember that RAV4, and I say it respectfully again, is not a performance machine. Correct. She didn't mention one thing about the performance, so she's happy. The CX-3 is not going to be a less of a performer. What are we looking at? I checked on the site. I was blown away. 2022, 10,000 Ks. Two-liter active. What are you finding them for? You can pick them up anything from about 380 to about 490 depending on mileage and, and so and even cheaper 340 yeah. with 12,000 kilos so what we always try to do the definitive answer is you've got a car that's not going to give you a day's trouble you know it well keep it also another thing that car's not going to lose value that yeah. that RAV4 is going to keep its value but if that itch persists for 50 60,000 rand consider that Jolion consider that Mazda CX-3 how does that Mazda drive? You know it beautifully, well. Beautifully, beautifully. And um, when you're in it, you actually can feel that you're driving a solid car that's well put together. So it doesn't feel very yeah. cheap, very- Correct. It, it's just, you feel like you're in a well put together vehicle. I was in Australia in April to visit my family and my nephew drives a CX-5. If I say to you, blown away. I know the cars, we all know cars. Yeah. But when you spend time in a car, it's like, oh my word. What do you put it down to in South Africa, even on a show like this or any consumer show? Can you fault a Mazda? Honestly, I don't think you can. No. So we've got a slogan at, at in our Mazda workshop. Don't fault a Mazda. Don't, <laughs> Mazdas don't break. You know, we actually go out there and we force people to change their cars because they keep them so long because they just don't break. And I'm sure Toyota is exactly the same. So those kind of makes are cars that you genuinely keep for, for a long, long time. But, but why I asked you about the Mazda, it's strange to me that you can have a scenario where Mazda have a product in that category. People don't even consider it. They're thinking of a car, the Mazda is not even considered. Yet when you mention the Mazda, oh, you know what? Very, very, very nice. Yeah. What do we put that down to? Because it is an exceptional product that no doubt rivals Toyota, rivals Kia, rivals Hyundai, and is definitely the equal of Havel and Cherry. And there's just, a, again, a stigma to say, when you say Mazda, people start thinking 323s, and they think, you know, the old sort of cars that Mazda used to make. I say, take a fresh look at Mazda. Get in the car, drive the car, see the quality, the premiumness, if premiumness is a word. Absolutely. Um, have a look at that car and see what they put in that But vehicle. that is exactly it for me. When I spoke about uh, Australia in April, I looked at tactile quality, perceived quality. You touch the sun visors, you touch the door panel. Some cars you touch the door panel and you hear they're like cheap plastic. Correct. And like you want to play a tune on it. Yeah. This car is 
Solid. Solid, so, yeah. Michaela, we've made it harder for you, not easier. Keeping it is a right choice. Selling it is the right choice. But if you sell it, do you go for the Voljolion that Obi said or the Mazda CX-3 that I said? It all depends who you like more. I imagine you're going to go for the CX-3. Well done. Looking to buy a new or used car? Visit changecars.co.za. I always talk about how long I've been in the trade and not to uh, to show off how I'd say it's 32 years. You've spoken about being with Eagle Ford for 19 years. One of the things that always intrigues me is how the trade never stays the same. I want to become a dentist because every day looks at the same thing. <laughs> ah, it's a filling. Ah, it's a root canal. Price of stock at the moment, availability of stock. I'm talking about in the second-hand market. How are you finding pricing on trade-ins, low or high? At this stage, it's hard to say whether it's low and high. It depends on the market and who's willing to pay what on the market. Mm. I almost wish there was a digital, you know, guider that will tell us that this car is worth X sure. today. But it's not like that. It's it's all about who's paying what, when, how, and at that specific point in time. The you know, trade and retail is a guideline, but nobody pays that anymore. Of course, of course. It's all about who how 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 keen is someone to buy that car and the demand on the market for that vehicle but now for the audience if i can just share with them in the trade as traders we talk about trade and retail most people will know the term what is my book value of my car the book value is they think one value Every car has got two values, and insurance companies use this. You've got the recommended trading value, let's call that 200,000. You've got the recommended selling value, 230,000. That means, i.e., a dealer should be paying you 200 and selling it for 230. If your car got stolen, you'll get paid in the middle because they take the two, add them up, and then divide them. But my guideline, when I say to a person, they ask for the book value, you give them the trade value. Trade value is 200,000. Eight months ago, a year ago, when there was a shortage of cars, if the book value was 200,000, sir, ma'am, name your price, you were getting it. You know what happened to me the other day? I promise you for the first time ever in my life, I offered a Hilux to a customer, a dealer, you know, on our, on our website. Beautiful 2021 with 40,000 kilos. On paper, is that gold? Very much so. A year ago, what would you have done? You would have fought for it. I would have. You would have bought me lunch. At dinner time, <laughs> he said, I will not touch a Hilux even at 40, 50, or 60,000 Rand behind book. Combination of reasons, unfortunately, on the Hilux. But are you finding that as well? There's just no appetite for certain cars at the 100%, moment. 100%. Like you're saying, a couple of months ago, we would have paid high for it when we did. And a, a lot of dealers are in the same boat where they stuck with stock that they paid strong for can't a couple of then now they can't give it away now you'll find that every dealer is taking a knock on stock because it's not nearly near where what they paid for and what they want to sell it for so what you find now is that dealers are shopping their own stock with other dealers to see if they can't maybe try take some sort of you know knock off course so it's 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 very hard so going back to your question you the market has changed considerably and your car is not what you think it is, unfortunately. And even as, as dealers, we don't even know what it's Correct. worth. We pick up that call and see what's, what it's sold for and how long a dealer's had it for. And we sort of make a price based on different factors. Every single capitalist country works on a simple formula, supply and demand. Correct. Massive demand, low supply, prices are high. The opposite, 
prices are low. Obi, always good to have you in the studio. I've said it before, you're a world of knowledge. I love nothing more than learning. When you speak, I learn. I hope when I speak, you just listen. Even if you don't learn, as long as you just listen, we'll have you back soon. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Keep Your Change Cars podcast brought to you by Change Cars, changecars.co.za. If you're looking for a new or used car, visit the site. We work with quality five-star rated dealers. You need a caravan, you need a jet ski, you need a boat, you get the picture. It's one site where you'll find everything that you're looking for. Oh, and don't forget, join us for our TV show, All Things Motoring, on DSTV Channel 189. That will really talk to you. For South Africa's best motoring content, catch All Things Motoring on DSTV Channel 189 and on YouTube. New episodes every week.